What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Making Sense Podcast. I go by the name Arnold. This podcast is for the people who, like me, love movies and TV shows and anime. We'll get into some conversation. We'll do movie reviews, TV show reviews, conversation revolving around the world of film. So I hope you guys enjoy the show. You guys, welcome to the first episode of 2022 of the Making Sense podcast. I hope you guys have a wonderful time, whether it was Christmas or New Year's Eve. Uh, had a fantastic time, and I am pumped for 2022. In today's episode, I wanted to do something different. I've done many reviews of Marvel, whether it's movies or TV series. So, I wanted to make, for the whole year 2021, a kind of a recap and just telling you guys as far as like my opinion of what what i thought were the best shows and movies released from marvel but also what my in my opinion the one that were you know um (laughs) underwhelming disappointing to say the least right so i figured since we started this the year 2021 we're in 2022 i thought that we might start with uh, the TV series because in 2021 the first Marvel project that we had was WandaVision right so throughout the year we g- had a couple of TV shows we actually got four five if, if we're being honest right so the first one was WandaVision the second one was Captain America and the Winter Soldier or Falcon and the Winter Soldier and became Captain America throughout the end and yes obviously we'll get into some spoilers so if you're not caught up with everything, I would suggest that you go and check the series and the movies out and come back and listen to the episode. So, first one was WandaVision, second one was Captain America and the Witcher Soldier, third one was Loki, fourth one was What If, and the fifth one was Hawkeye, right? So, all these shows, like, they have in common that they focus on characters that kind of always, in some way, shape, or form, always had some type of spotlight in the MCU, but never had like a, a specific project that was dedicated to the characters. So the, the appeal of those TV shows was to give us more insight as far who they are and what, like what they're dealing with, the struggle with. And for many of the characters, I would definitely say the one they pick were essentially the most, most of the, the characters, well, aside for Loki, were like Avengers. But we never had any type of real uh, deep dive of who they are, or their background, what they come from, their family, or whatever, all that. So the first one was One Division, right? So if I have to do a ranking, it's like my personal opinion. I would definitely say that One Division is first. I know many people didn't. I mean, m- many people like the show, but. Some people were taken aback by the fact it was a sitcom and it was a little weird at first because, you know, you were in the X and it was like alternate reality created by Wanda because of her grief off of losing vision. But I would definitely say it was the best one, not just because it was like off of Wanda, but because the idea of Wanda not being able to get over the loss of vision and seeing all the the kind of loss that she had to go through whether it was losing quicksilver and then losing uh, um, vision and her basically being in denial 
through like the whole show just like not wanting to accept the fact that he passed away so she kind of fabricated this whole reality i felt like the subject was really interesting and really mature for for them to kind of touch on for a tv show and uh, elizabeth olson and paul bethany that played you know scarlet witch and vision were absolutely amazing in the tv show so i would definitely say one division was the first one the second one who is a, a little it was a little tough because it kind of came like close second i won't i'm hesitating i was hesitating between captain Mecham the witch's soldier and hawkeye i would say if i'm being honest i would put captain American the witch's soldier because i thought the story of sam wilson taking the mantle of captain america the whole idea of like what it represents being a black man in america representing america being the new captain america and people kind of not wanting him to be a captain america to the point that he actually has to take it from other people and he becomes like the new you know sentinel of freedom or whatever his name is but the whole evolution of him kind of being reluctant to making the step and becoming the captain america i thought was fantastic bucky as well him having to deal with his karma being having to just you know now that he got rid with all the hydra influence and having to make amends with all the people that he wronged the fact that because it's something that we never we always knew that bucky obviously in civil war you know that bucky killed tony stark parents but the show kind of gives you an insight that not only the tony stark parents aren't the only people that he killed but he also just like <laughs> he, he 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 has like he, obviously his past still has a hold on him although there is no hydra influence anymore but his past still has a huge ridiculous hold on him and he kind of has to navigate and just like accept that not only he cannot change his past and he has to you know move on in some way shape or form so i would definitely say the dynamic between the two i always liked the first ever since civil war the way they, they interact i thought was always funny so having those two guys uh, and kind of captain america sidekick if i'm being honest and but then becoming the, the the number like the number one and the number two honchos was really uh, was fascinating to me to see so i would definitely give like the second one to captain america and the witcher soldier the third one i would definitely put hawkeye Haw hawkeye is third but but like by like a little like by a stretch because i really like the show again we kind of got a perspective of hawkeye be being this more human side to the avengers he doesn't have no crazy tech he just fight criminals with a bow and arrow and again with the same theme of having to deal with um uh the, the, the karma from his past when he was running and he was running around during the the blip when thanos snapped like half of the universe and he was pretty much taking out like crazy criminal organization so having it i always thought even in the movie i thought it was a little odd that they were like that point was never going to be addressed because everybody knew that he was killing people but everybody <laughs> when he came they, it's like he pretty much everybody was like ignoring it so i felt like it, it's it's really it's cool that they actually addressed it and kate bishop was a super great new addition to the mcu and for that year 
I will probably say it's the best one so far. She was a really great like balance to the more greedy and and more you know uh, tempered uh, uh, version of Hawkeye. A clean button being more old and just a little bit more you know composed when she's just really young, funny, bubbly, excited. And yeah, so yeah, I would definitely, and plus they brought back Kingpin. So just off of that, I was just, I'm a huge Daredevil fan. So I'll just, I, I loved it just, just because of that. Now, the fourth one, and this might be a little bit controversial, but I have to put Loki there, right? Um, I, I did enjoy Loki, but uh, this, it, it, I, I was really, I felt like maybe it's just me, my expectations, but I was really hoping for Loki to be, something completely different you know the way they teased it when they announced the when they re-announced what loki was supposed to be he really said they really said that loki was going to be him going back in the past you know like altering historical events or whatnot and when we watched the show although it definitely has to do with time it is like so different not only from what i was expected but I never felt like Loki kind of like the show itself, although it also introduced the, the whole idea of variants and multiverse, but I was never like re straight up sold on the show because it, it, I, I felt like I felt like it lacked a clear goal, although like the time hero and Kang was like, all of them were amazing, but it, it, it's it was pretty much only about Loki and the Enchantress or Sophia, whatever you want to call it. And yeah, I felt like they, to me, they missed the mark on many, many things. Then the the last one is a what if. Although what if was cool, the animation was cool. I felt like there was only one or two episodes that were actually really great. The one with Doctor Strange. The last two one were great as well, but the one with Doctor Strange and the one with the zombie apocalypse. But the rest was kind of mid, bro. If I'm if I'm being honest, it was pretty like average. So yeah, as far as TV shows, like I said, ranking Wanda Vision number one, um, Captain America and the Winter Soldier number two, Hawkeye number three, Loki number fourth, and what if number fifth. So when it comes to movie, right, it was a really different. A completely different uh, thing for movies because we we got movies like really late this year because of the pandemic obviously so it was quite late and the only thing that we had like we only had black widow during the summer then it was followed by shang chi and then it was followed by the eternals and then they closed it with no way home so without further ado i will give you my ranking Spider-Man No Way Home, the number one, obviously, I, I feel like it's the number one project, Marvel project overall, obviously, spoilers ahead, but because of everything that happens in the movie, um, I won't get too much away, because still, you know, just, I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but yeah, if you've watched the movie, you know exactly what I mean when I'm saying it's the best Marvel project of the year, I felt like it was, they took the franchise in a really, really interesting direction. Everything that happened in the movie was kind of a... They, they, they really paid homage to everything that happened prior to the movie. And they set up the franchise to go to in a completely new and different place. So I would definitely say that it was the best one, like the best Marvel project overall this year. Now, the second one when it comes to movies, I would definitely say Shang-Chi. 
it was the best one i felt like the it was a really grounded um movie and the story about a, a family that is basically being broken down because of the, one of the pillar of that said family death and seeing how everyone else kind of is trying to recoup and or deal with that specific death meaning you know the death of the mother so that whole movie and you actually had a real antagonist with actually real motives and he was layered complex he wasn't you know one dimensional oh i want to destroy the world like you could actually see his point and his complex and kind of twisted relationship with his son and daughter like i really love wen wu to me wen wu like if we're talking about the best villain award of like the year 2021 i would have eh, green goblin was great as well but i, I will give definitely give it to wen wu wen wu was a really great villain so shang chi simu liu who plays shang chi was also fantastic the the fact that they didn't they didn't fall too much in the stereotypical uh you know uh a cliche of the superhero he has a love interest because it, if you really look at the movie like shang chi doesn't really have a love interest and the movie probably doesn't need it and they actually save a lot of time to give like every kind of character other character a time to shine you, you we get a more insight of the 10 rings or whatever so yeah i would definitely say shang chi one of the best and actually already did an episode of shang chi i did a whole review so go check that out but yeah shang chi is definitely the most one of the best solo origin of the mcu so that's why i give it like the second third one i would have to say the eternals the eternals was a really really bold move on marvel part it was it's the first like it, it, it doesn't really feel it's like the most non-mcu movie in the mcu if that makes any sense meaning it's grounded in the mcu but the story the characters they kind of feel like they're part of their own world their, their own world right it's like almost it could almost be a standalone movie so that was really interesting for me to see i felt like that was like like i said a really bold move on marvel hand um not everybody liked it i can actually understand because it's really it's quite different from all the other mcu movie but for me i always like seeing new stuff so yeah i, I would definitely i definitely say it's the third one but i wouldn't consider it like as bad it's just it's like my least favorite off of that year and i would definitely say that no way home and change are better um and the last one <laughs> Um, this one, I won't say anything like it's, it's just like Black Widow is the last. I would definitely put Black Widow at the bottom of any project of Marvel this year, whether it's the movies or, or TV shows. Black Widow was really underwhelming. I didn't like the story. I didn't like the villain. It, it, maybe I don't know if it's because we waited so much to see it. But even the fact that the, the where the story starts and in the beginning of the movie and where it takes us towards the end, I, I, it felt like the movie felt unnecessary, to be honest. Like, it, it really felt unnecessary, especially for N Natasha Romanoff, like Scarlett, uh, Scarlett Johansson. She's like one of the OG six, like the first Avengers, like the one of the first Avengers. And I don't know, I felt like she, it, it, it never, like, it, I don't know, bro. It's just... I didn't like the movie, never cared for any type of like the characters, 
uh, the only bright and highlight of the the the, sh the movie was uh, Yelena Belova, like the new Black Widow that you actually see in Hawkeye. But for the rest, I was pretty disappointed when it came to seeing all them, like just even the villain, the the new like the Red Guardian. It, that I was the Red Guardian was super disappointing to me. And yeah, like the movie overall felt like a miss. And yeah, that's just, I'm glad, I don't know if they, they probably won't do a sequel, but yeah, Black Widow was to me, and it's probably one of the worst movie of the MCU, if I'm just being honest, but yeah. So yeah, you guys, um, that was my ranking of all the Marvel projects for the year 2021. Uh, maybe you guys agree, you guys don't, but just, you know, that's just my opinion. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. And yeah, peace. Well, that's it for today, folks. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Making Sense Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to it. If you have any type of question, if you want to leave a review, I am available on Apple Podcasts, on Amazon Music as well, Deezer, Spotify, Podchasers. If you haven't done so, please, guys, go ahead and subscribe and share if it's the type of content that you like. So yeah, thank you so much for the support and have a great day.